Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the country and the suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful Stone Mountain, Georgia. Super excited today to have my friends and colleagues. We have Blake Hawkins and Gail Lane in the house. My friends, how are you? Doing great. Super. That's good. What we look for in the guests is those one and two word answers. Get us nice and I'm just playing with you. <laughs> no, so no, you know, it gets everybody loosened up. We were joking before the show. What if we don't go along? Well, I'll say, well, it's been a great show. Thanks again for coming out. And uh, yeah. no, but in all seriousness, you both are friends of mine. Y'all are, um, I say this, you know, just from all the stuff I see and know, pillars of the community. And, and we were talking before we went on air, you know, doing the, doing the right things and relationships. So Let's just start, uh, Blake, with you, and we'll get back to the newest venture, but just tell listeners who could be here or all over the place about yourself, just you, your family, whatever you'd like to share. Sure. I guess I've been in Grayson for about 23 years now. I originated here from Florida. I came here to work for Gwinnett County Parks and Recreation um, many, many years ago to open Bogan Park in Buford, um, which was very exciting, the county's first community center with an indoor swimming pool with water slides, very cool. And it was a great opportunity, so I came to do that, and I stayed with the county for 14 years and then realized that the entrepreneur side of me was calling, so I stepped away and opened a restaurant, awesome. of all things, in the middle of a depression in 2008, which was exciting, but my dad was like, don't worry, because people will always find a place to drink, so you should be yeah, That's right. <laughs> Especially in the depression. That's a recession-proof business right there. Exactly. So I did that for um, nine years, sold it um, to a local restaurant group. And found myself, um, once again, going back to work for Gwinnett County, which was an honor to be, you know, to be welcomed back. And while there, I was fortunate to be um, within the Department of Community Services again, but on the recreation side. This time I was on the other side of the house, which was Health and Human Services, um, Animal Welfare, and University of Georgia Extension Agency. And helped um, oversee those divisions, along with my dear friend Gail here, who came to work for us to do the marketing for the divisions as well. And... Um, had a wonderful time serving the seniors, the animals, um, educating the children with our programs like 4-H. And um, then recently after the pandemic and working through the Department of Agriculture with a lot of programs we're doing with the Georgia Grown Program, I realized that the entrepreneur side of me was a stronger need in me than becoming a public servant again for my career. And also the independence of being an entrepreneur um, was really calling my name. So I chose to leave again. Um, and so going to be opening a store called The Pharmacy, F-A-R. With, with an F, yep. M-A-C-Y in Grayson, um, not to be related to a pharmacia. <laughs> but um, it is a play on words for eat healthy, um, buy local, stay local, shop local, I love be it. local. I love it. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned your sidekick here, uh, our mm -hmm. mutual friend, Gail. How you doing, my man? I'm no, doing, my friend. My woman. My woman. <laughs> All right, miss. <laughs> <Sorry>. <clears throat> I'm doing great. Doing great. So you're, um, 
are you, we'll get into the new venture, but you've been helping a little bit on the marketing side. Mm, um, yes, I have. We're so privileged with one of our, on our, our local audience to have, get to profile the pharmacy, just to give a teaser out there to the community because everyone wants to see what Blake's up to. And uh, it's, <laughs> uh, I know it's a labor of love because I want to ask both of you guys. So let's go, let me ask the question back to Blake. Mm-hmm. How did you, I mean, how, how many, how, between selling the other business, was it two years, three years before you started doing this? Or how many years were you back at the uh, parks? I, I was back at the county, the county. for, I went back in 17. 17, all right. So three? Yeah. And um, Gail and I have been friends since, um, actually before we opened the pub. She had a um, a local community newspaper in Grayson, yep. the Grayson Gazette. Right. Um, and that's how we met. And um, actually, we were in a parade one time for Grayson Day. And our picture of us supporting another local restaurant made the cover and so that's how we became friends. And then when I started to um, do my marketing plan and business plan to open the restaurant, the Hail Mary, then Gail was first on my list to contact as my go-to for Grayson to be number one of the people in the know. Um, number two, her marketing skills. Number three, her newspaper. Oh, yeah. And then eventually to the um, design of the menu and the layout and um, the typesetting for all of that and then you know help with our marketing plan. So we've been friends since then. And um, just a friendship that's grown together as our careers have changed and diversified and West families grow. Um, her daughter, um, I had the privilege of working with at the Hail Mary for many, many years and watched her grow up. Um, and you know, that's the beauty of being in a community like this that's small is that when you have a restaurant like that, that's in the center point of the community, then you do get to see children grow and go to college and then go on to have children and have their own families. And not only makes you feel old, but also makes you feel proud of the fact that you were part of that community. And wow, look at these kids. I hired when they were 15 and they were in high school as a hostess or a dishwasher. And now they're married with children and doing great. But, um, you know, that's the Grayson community. I mean, that's who we are. That's why Grayson is the location for the, the next and the last, hopefully, business opportunity that I yeah, jump I into. You tell me that. Well, and, and uh, you know, to piggyback on that, when I was looking, expanding one of our initial magazines up the, towards Grayson, Gail was probably, if not the most helpful person going, Ryan, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to know. Here's how you got to do it. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And listen, mm-hmm. but, but just, and I, and I echoed the talent and the experience and the wisdom and our, and Gail's friendship. And when, I, when she would told me, and I remember that, you know, um, her being involved, I was super excited. So you know, I hold you both in high regard. But you know, for our listeners, I want to go in on one thing. It is, um, it was it was a difficult for those few years to to take your entrepreneur hat off and go back to not being an entrepreneur. I'm just curious. it was it was very difficult to be honest with you. I I left with a terrific reputation. Um, thought that I'd done a really good job um, before. Um, worked my way up. You know, the the corporate uh, well, the actually municipal public corporate ladder. And it was very comfortable where I was. And I went back and it was sort of like, it was, I felt like it was expected of me to jump right back in and exactly know everything that I did before and still know all the rules. And most of them I did. I certainly knew the philosophy, but it had changed so much. But it what, nine and 10 years? Yes. Yeah. And it had changed so much for me that it was difficult to Assimilate again. Um, the people, of course, were great that I'd worked with for years and they were still there and they were so welcoming. And it was incredible to go back to that. Um, you know, the chairman was still there. Um, there was, you know, great things that were still there and great things were happening. And Gwinnett, you know, was so becoming so diverse and it was just exciting the time to be a part of it all. And at the same time, I am, I'm not a sit behind a desk person. I never have been. I really prefer to be out and about. 
um, either with the animals in the shelter, with people talking about adopting, um, or you know, petting kittens, <laughs> or with the seniors with their exercise classes and dancing, and their craft classes, and, and to working with them and talking with them, or going out to the the farm with the 4-H kids or doing something with them. I was that person, but position I was in, I couldn't be that person. Right. And it was difficult. Right. And it was really, really difficult. And the more and more and more it got to me. And then when the pandemic happened and the shutdown became, you know, clearly we were totally shutting down, including, you know, the shelter for a while, the senior centers, things like that. We were, you know, we were all sitting in our desk all day um, in an office, <laughs> literally all day. And it was difficult for me. It was, it was yeah. really mentally challenging for me. Yeah. I can, well, I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting question. Um, I'm working on my dissertation on leadership. Finally, after all these years, you know, you think I'd actually finish it, but 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 it's talking about entrepreneurs who started and over five years made the five year threshold of fifty percent. Right. right now, we're studying through the pandemic, which is quite interesting because we don't know exactly quote unquote when that ends. <laughs> I, I'm just saying in up and through. But my question, why I was interested in that, uh, Blake, was that you know a lot of people haven't been in both sectors and then switch gears and switch gears back again. So I found that quite interesting. So now let's uh, go back to you and Gail. And you know, now you, you've, you've come up with this new idea. When did the idea for this, uh, we're going to get into the pharmacy with an F, when did your idea start percolating in your head of, of this possible new opportunity? Um, Gail and I, we talked about this a great deal. And I, actually, I didn't even share this story with Gail until probably after I had left the county. Um, maybe before, I can't remember. Do you remember when? Actually, I think you came up with this idea remember, when I was still working when? for the for the city. You had looked okay. at some of those businesses over there and wondered if you could start something up that, as you were letting go of the. So you were at the county then. She was at the together, city. Right? I was at city. the city. Okay. I worked in the city of Grayson. Okay. okay, right. So I, if food is, food is my love. Um, working with food in any manner. It's his love language. <laughs> it is absolutely. Not only do I love to cook. Um, and eat. And you if brought you me could this see great. me, <laughs> yeah, I brought yep. you some. There you yeah, go. if yep. you could see me through this microphone, I could tell how much I love to eat. But um, so I enjoyed very much the restaurant. I, I loved cooking. I loved making the homemade soups. I loved making the recipes, the lunch specials, creating the menu, and then talking to the people and, and you know, socializing completely the entire immersing part of the, the restaurant. So when I left and sold the restaurant, I didn't know what to do next. Um, but it was time that restaurant's life had ended. It was time to move mm -hmm. on and do something different. Um, so I've been talking with Gail and looking at a bunch of properties in the city, um, especially the old the old buildings that we're going to be moving into now, and tried to purchase some of those if they weren't available at the time. This was way before the rail yard was even a concept. Okay. And then I didn't know what I was going to do, and so I didn't do anything for a while. Um, I had lots of opportunities, lots of offers. Um, and a friend called and said, there's an opening in the county. You want to come back in? It's like a entry level. And I said, yeah, I might as well give it a try. Why not? So I did. But back to the point of what am I doing now with the pharmacy and how did it start? I still wanted to work in the food business, whether I was going to open a sandwich shop along with a produce store or something like that was always the plan. So I had the business model in my mind. And as it evolved and through the what we saw with COVID and the pandemic and the world being shut down and grocery stores closing and things like that happening, the farmers were desperate for places to put their groceries. They needed, you know, the restaurants were no longer serving food to buy their produce and such and proteins. So I thought, what a win-win. And there was sort of a national movement happening across the country where people were going more natural, more fresh, certainly more local, and trying to get away from preservatives and chemicals and just mass-manufactured goods. So that's kind of how, how we the, got here. That's, that's how the concept began, which I guess was that, 
Was that in 2020 or 2019? I think it started in 2019 as a healthy initiative mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Right. Don't I'm sorry when I say this. The last 24 months, I can't remember what month that is. Do you feel I that way? I mean, we're all we're we're not the youngest fish in the pond to all our listeners, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just I was writing my last column for our town for December last month. I was like, wait a second, weren't we all just saying let's get rid of 2020 right. and go to 2021? And then I'm going, that's just weird to write. Yeah, that so is. Do y'all feel that way too? Absolutely. It is. It's been a, re- a very, very strange year. And 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 really, you know, you're coming out of 24 months. So I asked that question to go, wait a second, when this thing started in early 2020s, so was 2019. I can't, you know, I go back in time on on, on that. Um, so, all right. So the whole idea, let's talk about the Grayson Pharmacy, F-A-R. Let me make sure it's spelling it. F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Correct. Love that, by the way. Is Thank that you. Is marketing genius? It was no, a it midnight was, dream. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I woke up and Googled it and I said, I hope it's something weird. <laughs> and um, in California, it's a little more exciting than it is in Georgia, but um, it's not legal for that excitement in uh, Georgia. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, you see the sign of the end results, right? Now, the Z, the end results. Mm-hmm. True story. It was about 15 years ago. I was in my kitchen and I think my uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law were there talking to my wife and all of a sudden I'm like, like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'll be right back. I ran down to my basement. This is like a Saturday. My basement office, I'm like, that's it. That's going to be my media company, end results. And that can be for anything. And sure enough, the domain and all that was there. And they're like, I got, got it. And they're like, well, okay. I'm glad that made you happy. But it was that same, same thinking same. of something a little bit different. And of course, that, you know, just paid dividends. Of course, you know, people want to put the S on it. I'm like, with the Z, <laughs> with the Z, oh, yeah. that's not going to go to the endresults.com with an S would, would not be it. But so, um, before I forget, um, do you have the website or Facebook or whatever's the best way for people if they want to come? We are strictly social media. Yeah, that's um, fine. So I, I, I love hearing your story about going in and checking the, um, you know, to make sure that domain name was available because that's what we did like in the 90s, you know, and that's what we did in you know, 2000. We had to go check real quick, go Big Daddy or Go Daddy, go whatever Daddy, it is, yeah. and make sure it was available. He's a technologer. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> a genius. Go Big Daddy. Go Big Daddy. That's a whole, that's a spinoff company, Go Big Daddy. Well, you see, that's, how, longer that's why Gail is here to help me because I need I all the help I could get. I I'm just not there. But now we, we social media was our, I think it's the best reach. So we decided just to go with Facebook and Instagram. And um, so we are at Grayson Pharmacy and it's at Grayson Pharmacy Blake for Instagram. And um, so far we've almost gotten a thousand likes, um, getting a lot of interest with our updates. But so that's where to find us. Um, we are located in downtown Grayson, the rail yard. Um, in the 1900 Bank of Grayson building, which 19, has so many stories. No, I mean, literally from 1900. Correct. Wow. Jeez. What, 20, 122 years? Correct. Wow. So uh, how did you end up on that, picking that spot? Um, as Gil mentioned earlier, you know, we, I looked all over Grayson, and even recently before we even found this spot, when it became available, because it was rented up until um, about eight months ago, Looked all over Grayson for a small place and talked with Gail a lot because she's very familiar with the real estate in Grayson with her previous position with the city. And um, then I found out from John Angela Lang, who owned the real yard, that this property was becoming available because I had looked at some other similar ones and I happened to reach out to them. They said, well, this one's available and it's the one I wanted. It's the Bank of Grayson. It's the oldest building and there's a little building beside it that's also included. And... You know, Gail is very involved with the Arts and History Center in Grayson. Mm-hmm. And so she knew all the history. So we researched a lot. Mm-hmm. She did a great deal of it. And she knew Steve Starling and a lot of people locally who did the history um, and who wrote the stuff, uh, and, you know, and archived the city of Grayson. So it was really cool to get this building because it 
you know, it was the bank of Grayson. It was Grayson was a small town, but to have a bank in that day was a big deal. And I think the total holdings was twenty thousand dollars at one time, or something like yeah, that, was, which was a lot of money in nineteen hundred. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I mean, I'm digressing, but I remember when, when Gail and I met one time in the history area of that, and she was showing me stuff. Um, so uh, you got me thinking. What, so we, how long did the bank stay open? When did it end up closing at some point? Yes, I think it. Um, and I don't have all the dates in my head, but it, I think when the um, when the Railroad okay. sh- sort of shut down. The city lost its its dynamic. Um, that because it used to have like three or four mercantiles oh, wow. and, okay. and yeah, it was a it was a thriving little stop on the okay. and even a car Loganville to Lawrenceville that, line. That, okay, yeah, the L and L. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. so it was the Boll Weevil and the Depression, and then things just they they quit running between the two cities. Just cuts and, off the. Yeah. Yeah, visitors and, yeah, and Highway 78 opened, and then yeah, and that Grayson was, was totally bypassed. It used to be yeah. the only way to get from yeah. like Athens to Atlanta was to come through Grayson. You had to come down, That's right? Before had to the, come down 20, and then when they finished 78 all the way out to Athens and took it off the main path, and that that really sort of yeah. We we being an Atlanta native, I've watched these uh, Memorial Drives and Jimmy Carter's mm-hmm. and, and Pleasant Hills, and and then the rise and like, fall. Yeah, you watched the 78. They 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 asked me years ago, what do you think about the media? And I'm like. I know it's a safety thing. I've watched this movie four times. We'll, we'll see. Well, Let me ask you guys something. I'm going to diverge one second. We talked a little bit before we went on the show. This is a marketing communications focused show. How important in all the stuff with you guys have done in your career is relationships and 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 people and trust. You know, in what you do. Gail, you go right ahead. You have much more experience in this. <laughs> well, I think that. Um, the relationships that you build, especially in a small small city where you're sort of um, counting on those, those people to be your, your biggest clients and customers, and those are the people that's going to be coming into the pharmacy. They're going to be looking for tomatoes on day one, but in February, there really aren't any tomatoes. So the relationships are, are and when we look to market it, you know, we're not looking to market cross-country because mm-hmm. nobody's going to drive yeah. from Nevada for for collards they're just not so um the relationships that we have with with the community being i mean blake and i've done a lot of work for a lot of nonprofits, and that's where our relationship really grew and we took that that whole um need to serve into our county service when when i worked up there and we marketed all of those things towards being helpful to other people bringing the community together for large and small. I mean, sometimes you, you rally around just a kid right. that needs a bicycle. And that's what Blake did with the uh, Grayson Children's Fund for several years. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, having those 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 connections with the community, with the mayors, with, with county commissioners, um, with the department heads at the county, as well as your state reps and stuff like that, as well as all of your neighbors, you know, it's just... It's all very, very important. I used to have a job, um, and I owned a company downtown, mm-hmm. and I was not connected to the community. I had no idea. And people would go, yeah, we got the Grayson Gazette. And I'm like, what is that? You mm-hmm. know, what is that? So um, it wasn't until my company downtown shut down right after 9-11, and I moved my business uh, model on out to, to uh, Snellville and, and Grayson that I really understood the importance of those connections with my children. My children did parades with me. My kids can, can um, I mean, I have, I have two daughters that went to Grayson 
elementary, then Grayson High, and finished up in Archer. And they can actually pace a parade. Oh, wow. You know, okay, you're going to get me out. Make sure they don't bunch up. They can pop a festival tent. They, I mean, they just, they just walk into situations now and they just go, oh, well, what would mom do? You know, that <laughs> sort of thing. So, um, so, but, but it's not just that. We brought their friends in. We brought the Girl Scouts in. We brought the Boy Scouts in. We did all the pageant stuff. And all of that just sort of creates a community feel that when, when you need it, or if you find something that's that's being underserved in your community, you can step into that spot if you're if you have that entrepreneurial spirit. I love that, and it's so important. Everything she said is so true. Whether it was us working together in the county, where Gail had really strong relationships with mayors, um, and Snellville and Lawrenceville, which were in Norcross, which were really you know instrumental with us doing a lot of the county work we did um, with Animal Welfare and a lot of other programs. So. You know, and being related, um, that relationship type building and that continues with you wherever you go. Like when I left the county, I still maintain my county relationships. When you go back, you still have them. Then you have new ones you develop more. And so now, you know, with that said, I have, you know, more followers um, we do at the pharmacy through those relationships and people who are more interested in are interested in this product and which opens doors to people who are providing the products that we're selling. You know, so it's just a, a full circle that comes completely around. No, I saw, you know, and that's why that's why I wanted to do one of those things when we, we profiled you guys, because I was sitting there thinking of going, you know, looking at the back history and of the service and all this. I was like, you know, I love to profile people that don't want to pro- be really be profiled, <laughs> meaning that they, they do so much great stuff. Um, it's the same thing we've all talked about for years, but just don't. I mean, people know it. They just don't get recognized. So it's like. The guy that that TV thing I'm doing, I told you, great guy. He's behind the scenes, so I made him come on one of these shows, and then he did it. He did fantastic. I saw him a week later. So you want to do it again? He's like, absolutely never again. <laughs> He's just, I'm a never. behind the scenes guy. <laughs> he said, you got all I'm going to do, and it was 20 minutes. But totally no, get it. it was it was you know his his heart was in um, serving and and being there and being in action and. Um, so in, in this process here, um, where where are we? I'm trying to remember the newest update with the pharmacy. Uh, how are things coming along? Because I know I'm sure there's 80 million things to jump through. I can only imagine. Well, most of the hoops we've jumped through and successfully, there was a lot of issues regarding permitting due to it being a 1900 building. Um, of course, the city, which we supported 100%, wanted to maintain as much of the property and the integrity of the history as possible, as well as all the residents of the city and our followers or I use the word follower loosely. It sounds like we're a religious cult or something. But <laughs> our our friends and fans yeah, are our friends on Facebook and friends of the store. Um, love the history. And when we tell that about the pharmacy, is that we get most engagements with telling the story of the building and and the little nuances and most interesting things. Um, so it's just you know it's really important that we maintain that you know as we continue through this. So right now currently. Um, the rafters are going in for the ceiling, which will allow for the new roof. Unfortunately, um, the roofs on both sides of the buildings weren't cared for properly as they should have been over the, you know, 120 years. That's right. (laughs) So they had to be removed and that included removing the original, um, stamp 10 ceiling tiles, which were beautiful and it was tragic to take down. I maintained a bunch of them. We'll use them somehow creatively in the future, whether it be in an educational class it will offer or... Um, maybe some way decor within the store. But the new roof should be coming on soon. Then once we get dried in, then we're pretty much in great shape. Then the electrical will go in, the HVAC system will go in, um, the doors, the windows will be replaced, and then we should be pretty close to 
getting a CO at that point. And okay. then the Department of Agriculture with the state of Georgia will come out and inspect our facility as we are licensed through them. And then we can open. Um, we were really geared up for a summer opening. We were kind of counting on that, but then it just didn't work out. So we finally got to the point where it's just like, when it opens, it opens. Let's just yeah. let it be as organic as it is. Let's be organic too. Yeah. And not stress out. Yeah. So we'll be open early 2022. Yeah, I gotcha. And we look forward to it. And we're going to hit the spring with gangbusters and can't wait. No, we'll, we'll, I mean, this interview alone, you know, be shared through the whole, you know, all our outlets and, um, you know, and then we'll certainly get them through to y'all's, um, well, well, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, tribe, family, friends, followers, whatever. <laughs> right. what, whatever I say tribe. today. Yeah, I, I said good. that word the other day. And so I was like, you're not supposed to say that. I'm like, well, what exactly word? Do, can, or tell me the words I can use. Well, I and not, I'm, you know, but uh, well, t- all right, let's explain real quickly to the people that are listening. Basically, I know the focus is local in this, but of the pharmacy. Sure. Uh, just basic business com- and, and break it down for me what to, to expect. Sure. We are a year-round brick-and-mortar um, farm stand, if you will think of that. Most people can relate to that. There's usually roadside farm stands all over the place in the summer, especially. Um, we'll be focusing on carrying local proteins. Um, we have folks from Bishop, Faithway Cattle. We have Monroe um, folks coming in. We have all the way up to Calhoun and Dahlonega. Um, we'll be carrying fresh seafood from the coast in Brunswick, shrimp and all kinds of fish cuts. We've got local honey, um, locally made candles, um, all kinds of incredibly craft craftspeople that we've met. Um, they just want to make their products and sell their products. Um, so we'll be doing a lot of that, um, a ton of produce. Um, we've got incredible farmers, um, Phoenix Gardens here in Lawrenceville with the Washingtons. They're super involved in the Georgia farming mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great people. They're teachers, they're leaders, they're instructors. Um, cannot wait to work with them. Um, we have a Corner Greens in Norcross. We have Dulleson Farms down in Poolin, Georgia, um, with their Warrior Creek protein side. Uh, it's a fourth-generation black family-owned farm, which are amazing folks. Um, so we're tapping into all the resources that we can in the state of Georgia. Um, we are a member of the Georgia Grown Program with the Department of Agriculture, um, which supports local Georgia products. Um, they don't necessarily have to be originated in Georgia, but as long as they're manufactured or processed or made in Georgia, then they're Georgia-grown. So a lot of our products are also that we carry we members of the Georgia Grown Program. Um, we also will be going, you know, across the South. We'll be sourcing in Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, our neighboring states. Um, in the winter, there are some greenhouses to get produce from in Georgia, but a lot of the produce does come from Florida. And I lived in Florida for a long time, and Florida produce is great. Nothing like a Georgia tomato, but <laughs> the Florida produce will, you know, suffice. So uh, the second part of what we're doing is the community involvement. So our focus being shop local, eat local, live local, be local. Um, we have an education co- concept. And so currently right now we have crochet classes that are happening um, at one of our neighbor stores two blocks down at the London Grace um, Boutique. They're very popular. And um, it has participants from age eight up to like somebody in their 60s that mm-hmm. are all gathering around the table. Oh, that old? Yes. <laughs> well, a 57-year-old says that, yes. And I, <laughs> Well, we may have you guys had Gail's we, getting on me today. I'm, I'm 60. I just turned 65. Yeah, so you, you know what? That's all. That's all good. <laughs> Trust weekend. me. I'm, we're, we're blessed. We're not counting candles here. I was just trying to explain the range of the diversity. Anyway, um, really cool. All gathering around one table, um, communing together while they're crocheting. And it's just really cool. Um, and it's doing great. So we look to add on to that with some painting. And, of course, gardening and food preservation is going to be big with us. 
as we bring people in, um, we plan on doing a lot of homeschool classes. We've nice. been approached by many groups in Gwinnett and I've lined up many classes for homeschool opportunities for entrepreneurial classes, um, environmental classes, bringing in um, the Gwinnett um, fire and safety folks to talk to the homeschool children about what they do and how they do and just the basic type safety programs that they have with smoke alarms, fire extinguishers, et cetera. So we really feel strongly about the education side of it because we feel that kids need to know that food comes from the ground and from a farm, not Kroger. Right. And that um, that there's a process and that you can do it. So we have a lot of children's programs lined up for the summer. It's fantastic. Patio gardening, growing tomatoes, lettuce that they can handle and, and watch it grow, whether they like to eat it or not. But I think that they would be more inclined if they see it grow yeah. and do it themselves. Um, Miguel's um, granddaughter, for example, loves tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Loves tomatoes. So that's a great, you know, she will be in one of the classes. And so we look forward to that being a big part of it. The education is huge for us. You know, I'm a programmer. My degree is in recreation. Um, I love to teach. I love to meet with people and not be behind a desk. And so the education is huge for us to have that classroom space to do that with. I'm going to go with a guess. You're not going to have a desk in that classroom. We don't have a desk in the pharmacy whatsoever. We have a counter. Good. Good. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm, I'm, um, I wish we could just go back from whenever it started in the 80s of people say I'm either on the phone or away from my desk. Please just change that. You should have changed it. Today. <laughs> no, I hear you. I got to be on the move. And 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 that's that educational component is key. And in this younger generation in particular, closest they get to that is watching the videos all day on their phone. Right. So I think to go and actually do it and put their phone down and see what we all remembered at a different point of time. We all use our phones, but we remember before they were there. It's almost like an enthralling thing, whether yeah. they like the food or not, to see how it works. Sure. You know, and and I mean, I remember we, we've been down to Disney World 8 million times, but there's a little ride through the land of them growing food. And even when we do it, I was like, that's that's cool, you know, with the different ways they're doing stuff. So um, I think the education component in any kind of business is so good. And then giving back, like I know you guys do, is so important. So you, you've got a fan in us, and we will uh, – whether bring you on or profile you again or what we'll do whatever we can because we want to um, shout from the rooftops. This is going to be a great thing um, for the community. We thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be here today. So thanks so much. Absolutely. Well, I'll close this down. You guys got any final thoughts of wisdom we didn't cover today before I close the show down? No. We won't do the. We won't do the. Uh, I'm just a dolphin, ma'am. Yeah, I'm just a land shark. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's for those out there that get the joke. If you don't, I'm sorry. Just Google it. Uh, well, thanks for having us, Ryan. Uh, yeah, uh, to my friends Blake and Gail, thank you for being on the Marketing Matter Show. I sure appreciate it. I'm gonna close thank this you. out now. Yep. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in Stone Mountain. You can go to endresultswithaz.com to hear and click on the current shows button to hear this or any of the past shows 24-7 or wherever you get your podcast. So for our super guest today, Blake Hawkins of the Pharmacy and Gail Lane. Appreciate them being on the show. Our Jesse, our producer, great job. And this is Ryan Sauer signing off. This has been another Marketing Matters, folks. And until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com.